I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly, but that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity do it right now, right, right, right now. Turn the volume up loud. Give me your electricity. <laughs> Welcome back to the bar. This is your favorite childhood. I don't know. Some of you didn't watch this as children. These are your favorite bitches from the past. Blast from the past, bitches. This is bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Are you mad that I'm number one, bitch? Should you be number one, bitch? I always offer Uh, that to you. No, you're always number one. Um, I just have to point out before we start, I really love your shirt. (laughs) It's not a really pretty shirt. Oh gosh. I think it's cute. Yeah, I mean, this, this open shoulder chip's yeah. not in style anymore. Though. No, I'm getting another use out of it, wearing it with you guys. I don't love that part of it, but I do think, considering the other choices that we have in this episode, yes, this is one, one of, of the, the better. better. Ones. Yes, <laughs> so, I agree. Oh my God, we really showed up in our sequence this episode, which we can <laughs> talk about. I feel oh. like. In addition to headbands, we need to have a drink every time we see someone in sequence not on stage because there's a lot of them. Yes. There's I actually lot. even wore one this week and I, I never wear sequins. <laughs> I know. We I all... don't know what the heck I was thinking. We showed up because this was season two. Yeah. Oh, so we are finally here in season two. But before we even start, we have to begin with all of our all of our housekeeping at the beginning. So number one, let's start by thanking our Patreons. These are everyone who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and subscribe to our Patreon channel to get all of that juicy behind the scenes, special episodes that we just can't talk about here. You're laughing, but it's true. Some (laughs) of that shit that goes down on Patreon. I'm like, I can't believe we told that story. I know. All right. People think I'm bad. (laughs) Kelly, people thought you were bad before the Patreon. You think? I do. But that's okay. People like bad. I'm good bad, right? You're good bad. Yeah, good bad. All right. So let's thank Nicole, Bria, Jackie, Samantha, Taylor, Julia, Kayla, Kayla, two Kaylas, Julie, Lark, Michelle, Kristen, Amy, Dominique, Aaron, Lindsay, Mishka, Katie, Casey, Stacy, Brooke, Allie, Carrie Ann, Mantha, Saucy, Sarah, Tessa, Sarah, Tracy, Zandrian, Amy, Zummy, Summy, Jennifer, Kayla, Alma, Katie, Jennifer, Macy, Sierra, Nat Lowe, Kelby, Marina, Amanda, Paisley, Danielle, Anavea, Ar- Arashi, Alexandra, Jessica, Mari, Agata, Latasha, Elizabeth, Caroline, Gabrielle, Dylan, Georgia Lou, McKenna, Grace, Libby, Nino, Angelino, Sarah, Samantha, Jaina, Georgia, Haley, Brian, Erica, Natalie, Katie, Taryn, Jessica, Danielle, Micah, Danielle, Kara, Jess, Sarah, Megan, Alana, Stacy, Coral, Holly, Stephanie, Genevieve, Jennifer, I'm Michaela, Haley, Mackenzie, Alex, Lauren, Bailey, Sinead, Joanna, Mackenzie, 
Lainey, B, Marta, Madeline, Michaela, Angelina, Jessica, Jennifer, Jennifer, Kelly, Sarah, Elise, Crystal, Kaylin, Jennifer, Heather, Courtney, and Cass. Thank you guys. My goodness. There's still so many. So many, Kelly. So many. And I get so nervous saying their names because I know I'm going to screw them up. Well, I'm glad you're saying them because I probably wouldn't pronounce half of them correct. Well, I mean, I probably am not pronouncing them correct either, but look, best intent. Best intent. (laughs) If I screwed up your name, I am so sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. Well, what you drinking there, you little bitch? I have another drink from the mixologer. Like I, I need had to yes, do that last week. Okay, here it is. Like, let me show you. It's kind of hard to see. Oh, it's pretty. There's chocolate. What the and, hell? And orange. And here's what it, it's called: the chocolate stallion. Wait a second. Is there something gold in there? That's my ice cubes. You have gold ice cubes? Yeah. Let yeah. me see those. Oh well, they're in my drink. Um, how do you have gold ice cubes? You're so they're, fancy. They're ice cubes that you don't, they are in a little thing. And so they don't melt and water down your drink. I bought oh. them online. You are an online shopper. Do you drink and shop? Cause that's the best. Cause then it's like a surprise when it shows up at your door. Yeah. You don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been getting that. I'm like, Oh, I didn't remember ordering that. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite game. Yeah. I always thank drunk Christy for what she sends to my house. I love <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh my, what was I thinking? <laughs> but um, so now this is a tequila, aguave syrup, syrup, orange bitter, chocolate bitters, and a manicured orange peel, and then the chocolate. But look, look how cute they give you these little things. Like it's like today, like what's what's that home fresh or whatever? Hello like fresh. The, these are the little bitters. Like they give them to you in the little oh bottles. They, so they give you everything. They send you the orange peels. They send you everything. I love it. Mixologer. Okay. They do not sponsor this podcast, but they're going to sponsor my life because I'm about to, I'm about to I'm order. I'm telling you. This is so cute. I know. Oh. And each month is a different alcohol, I think. Ah. Like this month it was tequila. Next month it'll be like, I don't know. I think the month before it was rum. So maybe next month it'll be vodka or something, but it's kind of cool just to try. Like I would have never tried that drink. Is it good? I haven't tried it yet. I'm saving oh. it for you guys. Oh, okay. Do you want to taste it? Do a taste test. Okay. Let's see. How does it, how does I'm, it taste? I'm going to have to remove my chocolate because. <laughs> well, that's your snack for later. Although I did see you eating pepperoni and crackers. Yeah. You could definitely taste the bitters. Really? This is a really strong drink though. Oh, There's Christ. nothing really in it other than tequila. <laughs> so I'm really going to have to just do some sipping today because it is 11 o'clock on a Monday morning and I'm drinking straight tequila. <laughs> You're a good time girl, gal. Yeah. And I'm really not a tequila girl. No, I don't love tequila. You've had tequila a lot on the show. I know because I got that free bottle from <laughs> New York and no, I might as well use Miami. it up. Uh, Miami. Yeah. I'm using that shit up. Kelly does not pass up free alcohol. Hell no. <laughs> well, it's here. I don't, I tell you, I don't buy, el- I don't really keep alcohol at my house other than wine. Yeah. So I'm, it's here. So I figure I might as well use it up. Sure. Well, I definitely am going to check that out. One thing I wanted to tell you, uh, on the Patreon, someone left a comment because you were bitching about ice cubes watering down your wine 
And they said to freeze grapes and put your grapes, a frozen little grape. Oh, that's cute. But I found these little um, ice cubes. I forget where I bought those. But um, I actually actually bought um, some glasses from them too. But um, I need to go online shopping. They're they're cute because you just stick them in the freezer and they come in a little case and you stick them in the freezer and um, freeze them and then just rinse them off and put them back in. And you have gold ice cubes. That's in honor of Chloe's gold costume that didn't fit. Yeah, that did not fit this week. That, that, I, I have all my notes. That's the worst costume she ever got. Yeah, And, and it's not bad. I, like, but, I would have accepted it, but it is definitely her. It's not hers. And they didn't give it to her. I'm going to tell you where that costume came from. Okay. Um, okay. So I am drinking in honor. Well, Okay. So we go to North Carolina this week. So this is called the Carolina Sweet Tart, but I'm going to call it the Carolina Whore in honor of you. I'm a whore? Oh. Oh, (laughs) you're not a whore. I'm like, I'm a whore? You're not a whore, but you accuse someone else of being a whore. Yes, but we'll get into that later too, of why (laughs) that happened. We will get into that. So this is a little aggressive for me on a Monday morning. I'm not going to lie. What's in it? Okay, so it has vodka. Okay. Then it has whiskey. I am not Ooh. a whiskey drinker, especially on a Monday morning, but it has a little tiny bit. It has a whole shot of vodka and like a fourth <sighs> of a shot of Carolina whiskey. Uh, and then it has triple sec, orange juice, Sprite, splash of cranberry. And then you're supposed to garnish with a strawberry. I don't have a strawberry, but uh, then it has. Yeah, but of course you have all the alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have mint. This is actually yeah. really good. It's really, it really good. good. I don't I mind the... whiskey. I don't sometimes. love whiskey. I, I had a really sometimes. bad experience with scotch once. So whiskey, scotch, not my favorite. Well, isn't Irish car bombs whiskey? Yeah. No, I think so. Ugh. No, no, it's not whiskey. What is it? An Irish car bomb, I think it's just a Guinness beer and Bailey's and you drop the Bailey's. That's right. That's right. I thought there was whiskey in it. My bad. Sorry. Well, those are our drinks. So we are all set for this episode. Yay. I'm excited for you to recap this one. Well, I'm not. I hate recapping. No, I think I have a lot of commentary about this episode because I think that this is, um, I think this, I is this one, seemed like a very long episode. It did seem long. And, like and my notes, I normally shorter. have like five or six pages of notes. I think I got like eight. Well, what's interesting so. is that you say it seems longer. It was actually shorter than any of the episodes from season one, because it always gives me the time. And yeah. I always look, I'm like, oh, it's 43 minutes. This one was only 39 and a half. So first of all, we must have had more ads at this point. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so the episodes are shorter, but this is really, and you can completely tell that we knew we were on TV now. Like yeah. you can tell when you watch this, I think the whole tone completely shifts from season one into the season two. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel that too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of it's really fun and some of it really sucks. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. So this episode is called Everyone's Replaceable. And we and I know that. For, I wrote for fuck's sakes. <laughs> that was my note for fuck's sake. And we are in Greensboro, North Carolina. And we open up in Pittsburgh uh, with Melissa doing an interview saying that she's going into the season with an open mind, no negative thoughts, only positive thinking. And ruffled shirts. The only thing I could get over on that was that 
it was like Pepto-Bismol, that shirt with, with all them ruffles. It was like Pepto-Bismol just like exploding in her belly, you know? So I can think of. It was bad. You know what I noticed when they opened up in Pittsburgh and they showed the studio. So here we are season two, the show at this point had been on because we started filming in October. So all of season one had aired. I mean, it was like a bona fide hit. You can see that. No one has fucking fixed the potholes. <laughs> there oh are still God. giant of potholes not. in that. Of course not. Out of hip and one of us lot. fall in there and die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is also the first time Abby from the room screams, girls, let's go. Because uh, before we would all just walk in. Yeah. Now she starts bellowing for us. Now she has to show her authority. <laughs> We're in season two. She's becoming the diva. Oh, uh, and Melissa. And speaking I, of divas, there's no Holly. I, Holly gets out of working. I know. So Abby tells Nia, she asks her, where's your mom? Nia says she's at work. And Abby tells her she needs to leave her job and forget it and be here with, with Nia. Doesn't she tell all of us that we need to get a job and get out? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But because she's not there it's and wrong. everybody else is. Yeah. Yeah. I know. like when she says to Nia, not going to happen. No, it's happening, Abby. Like the Holly's not there. So it did happen. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't understand how she thinks her bills get paid if people don't work. You know, she's well, always complaining. Oh, you don't pay your bill. You don't pay your bill. Well, guess what? If like Holly doesn't go to work, she might not be able to pay her bill. Yeah. And she doesn't take discover anymore. Exactly. (laughs) Thanks to me. But I think before we go on, we need to have a drink, even though Abby is not wearing a headband, we need to have a drink because I am wearing some ugly mom jeans. Always. Mm -hmm. I thought Nia looked cute. I loved her natural hair and that this, um, she does an interview coming up. And she has her natural hair and her pink eyeshadow one. She looks cute. But did you see all of our girls standing in pyramid? What was happening before we started filming that every single one of them have eyeliner glitter on? I don't know. They they were like, man, it's season two. We're going all out with the glitter eyeshadow. They all have the same color glitter eyeshadow on. It's not even eyeshadow. They were probably all all just sitting there doing it together. Yeah. Glitter eyeliner. It's hilarious. Oh my goodness. We go to an interview of Abby saying she feels bad for Nia because all the kids' moms are here and Nia's isn't. And I just have to say about the peacock feather pin. (laughs) You see me? (laughs) I wasn't even looking at you after reading my notes. Yes, I have a big thing. I'm doing the peacock feather pin motion. (laughs) Uh, But I also do have to say, like, that was very ugly. But her outfit for um, Pyramid actually was pretty nice today. Yes, but she's wearing sequins. So if we're drinking for sequins, let's oh have a drink. Oh my God, you're going to kill me. This is this really strong drink today. Yeah, and there's a and lot of sequins. I, I only went through three sentences and I've already had three drinks. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of sequins to be had. She definitely lost the flip-flop shirt between season one and season two. Yes, yeah. So we're being told that we're national champions and that people know us from the video. Uh-huh. So we are a target. This, so everyone understands when we talk about breaking the fourth wall, this is one of those things that we can't break the fourth wall. So obviously the video becomes code for the show. Yeah. So when we say like people know us from the video, what we're really saying is people know us from the show. So this is one of those things that like we're saying. We had to have a reason why we were known. Exactly. And And that makes the most sense. 
And everything Abby is saying about it is completely correct because once the show aired and it was a hit, everyone did want to beat us so that they could be like, Hey, we beat the dance mom girls. It was a real thing, but it wasn't because of the video. So every time she talks about the video, it's really the show. The show. Yeah. So Abby is telling us that, you know, we have a target on our head that everybody is after the ALDC. Everybody wants to see us fail. And then she points out that there's no Kathy here and that she is doing a casting call. Ugh. And then we go to me saying, uh, I'm nervous that my kids are going to be replaced. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to say like, uh, no, I wasn't really nervous. I was kind of praying. <laughs> <laughs> but you're wearing sequins. So I know I was fancy. I never wear sequins. I don't know, I know. why I had sequins on. When she announces that draw or that audition though, the drama of our oh, faces all close up. We're all like, <gasps> meanwhile. You, you're telling us how everyone's replaceable and we know that you've heard that everybody's replaceable and so is she. And I'm wearing a one sequin top. A what? One shoulder sequin top. Oh yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. like that top. Was that the blue one? Yeah. I didn't like it either, didn't but you like have that. to drink Kelly. Those are sequins. I did not like that. I didn't either. Look, I don't still own that. Although I might. You better not have me drink too much. I'm not going to be able to read my notes. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm not the one who wore all the sequins. You were guilty. Well, I as only well. wore one the entire freaking time I was on dance moms. We can let me slide. Okay. So Abby tells us that Kenzie can't sit on the couch and eat chips. She's not six in the under category anymore. <laughs> and Brooke's at the bottom of the pyramid because she took a break this summer. Well, God and, forbid. Yes. And what that means is we have summer intensives, usually like mm-hmm. booty camp and we did not go because we went on vacation. Oh. And so she tells Paige, you know, you can't go on vacation. The new rule is dancing year round, which we always danced year round. Always. Basically. So I don't know I, why that's a new rule. I think, is that the year you had bought your house in Florida at that point or no? Was it the following year that you bought your house? No, I think I had it then. Because one of the summers, I don't remember when, between seasons, Chloe came down and stayed with you guys for a while. And that's when she put a hole in your wall because they were wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and she has the my biggest, brand new house. <laughs> your brand new house. She has a hole in your wall. But she has the biggest scar on her back from that. She's oh, my goodness. Still. Scar, still. To this day, every time I see Kelly, it looks like she got in a knife fight. It's terrible. Oh my so goodness. I hope your wall looks better than her back. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> I had it fixed. Which is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then Abby tells us that Nia wants to win a title and that your mom doesn't care because she's not here. That's and such bullshit. I know. And we go to Nia in the interview and she says, I'm the one that needs to be here all the time not my mom. She has to work, which is so true. Yeah. Like why yeah. does Holly have to be there? Nia is the one that has to be there to learn the dances. We just sit upstairs and annoy Abby supposedly. So why is she insisting that Holly be there other than to just make poor Nia feel bad? I just hate that. She's like, your mother could care less. Why would yeah. you say that to a kid? That's I terrible. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Like she doesn't feel bad enough that her mom is like, she knows her mom's not there. Yeah, like Nia- don't rub it in. So then Abby tells us that Chloe did the video and she's professional. Now people are going to recognize her mm-hmm. and that's a lot of pressure. 
And then we go to interview you saying she did the video and she's still at the bottom, not at the top of the pyramid. (laughs) Wasn't the whole thing to be a professional? Exactly. (laughs) She got the lead. You would think that she would have been at the top, but nope. National title. Maddie won the national title. Yeah. So a national title at a dance competition trumps getting a professional, professional. job. Now keep that in mind because later on down the road, that is not the case on Dance Moms. <laughs> yes. Maddie, Chloe, and Nia are all getting solos today. Abby says that Maddie's in the nine and up category now. And Maddie tells us she's not nervous. So that's good. And she tells us we're going to Greensboro, North Carolina to dance troops. That we're doing a new number. It, we're sassy dolls, and we only have one week to learn it, which is always the case. So I exactly, don't know this I, is such I a have that. I have that wrote down too. Like half, most of the time, we learned it in like three or four days, three, not a whole week. I know, but she yeah. made such a big deal about that, and I'm thinking, yeah. what did I miss? Like, is there something I missed there? Yeah, I don't know. Abby tells us that it's it's tough to stay at the top and be winners, um, but we have James. Teaching our girls a routine. I saw that. Yeah. I was excited to see yeah, James. Yeah. Yeah. But Abby tells us that we are like space cadets. <laughs> it's a high energy jazz routine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she said hot, high energy jazz. Oh, okay. Hot I'm, is involved. But she said we're like space cadets. I thought that that was an underhanded dig. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so upstairs we're bitching of oh, you're, bitch, you're bitching that chloe's not at the top and uh-huh. when she got the job and i'm telling you please mine are at the bottom <laughs> oh my god all we do is whine whiny bitches <laughs> yes but then we go to the girls practicing and abby's saying everybody's hands in a different place and why doesn't someone speak up and They're ask afraid where of it you. should be? Exactly. <laughs> and she says that none of them are going to be the dance captains because none of them spoke up. If they would have asked, it would have been like, okay, Brooke, you, this is why you're stupid because you don't know where it's supposed to go. None of them knew. But remember when they said that the prop was too heavy because they were speaking up? Yeah. Then they she got said, screamed at that they were unprofessional. So I exactly. So now it. you now they're supposed to speak up because nobody knows where their hands supposed to be. Maybe you should tell them where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't give that exact thing, or one of them would have had it in the right place. Yep. She needs to give better instructions, I think. So then you say about how we're having the open auditions, and that's scary. Mm-hmm. And I say it will be weird having somebody else in our group, and I think it is. It is. And, you know, like it was yep. weird having Kathy there because it she wasn't part of the history and that just kind of it, it was odd. Yeah. Yeah. So I think somebody else will, will be the same way. I, I don't think it was Kathy that made it awkward. I, I think bringing anybody into the group would be awkward. Yeah. And season one was very isolated because it was just us. Yes. Kathy was part of it, but now that we're in season two and the door opens, we have new people all the freaking time. Yeah. And it's, there's so many reasons and problems that we have with new people that people watching don't realize like understand, why yeah. that would be annoying. And I'm sure we'll talk about it as we get through it. That's one thing I did like about season one is that it was us, right. you know, no yeah. one knew what we were doing. No one cared about the show and you can see a big shift now, even in the auditions, like all those moms are like sitting by us. And when we're in the, uh, but not just like sitting by us, like they're all excited to be sitting by us. And even when we're in the audience watching 
at the competition, you can see the mom behind us is like all smiles. And she's like yeah. so excited to be on camera. And yeah. so it changed everything. Like we I became agree. spectacles. Even when we would walk into an auditorium to sit and film. Everybody was, was every, all eyes were on us. So even if you were sitting there and you were having the worst day ever, it, you couldn't sit in your emotions at all. It was like being in a fishbowl or in yeah. a zoo. Yeah. People just staring at you. you know? Always. Well, I was praying that the new person's not Kathy. I know. And then we go <laughs> right to Ohio. It's like Beetlejuice. You say your name and she appears. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kathy tells us how she's working on a lot of projects um, and they're starting to compete early this year. And the music they use to introduce Kathy is hysterical. It's like wacky 50s hijinks music. <laughs> so funny. I I like that showing Vivi doing the lift and (laughs) Kathy says you're lifting her like a sack of potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) She must have been in our booty camp. I was just gonna say just come to Abby's and we'll give you a 10 pound sack of potatoes to do all your dancing (laughs) with. You don't need to use Vivi. We have the actual potatoes at our studio. <laughs> the real ones. Yes. And then Kathy's in an interview saying, when we see her group, we are going to be blown away. I was blown away by her fur collar. Yes. I, We're about to see a lot of fur because Jill's on her way. Uh, Jill comes, we see fur, we see hats. Yes. Yes. There's all a lot. coming up. So then we go to Kathy's pyramid and Kathy says that our pyramid is negative which yes, it is. We know that. Thank you. And, but the person at the top of her pyramid is going to be the person who gets a solo. So she goes through her pyramid on the bottom is it goes, Vivi, Sarah, Carissa, Taylor, Sir Justice. (laughs) And Erica is on the top because she gets a solo. I'd like to know how old these kids are. Well, that whenever Chloe competed against Taylor, it, when I said, oh, I'm assuming she's competing against Brooke. I said oh, that yeah. because she competes against Erica coming up. Remember, and Erica's oh, in the wrong yeah. age category. They lied about her age. I forgot about all that drama. Yeah. yeah. That's why yeah. I said that whenever yeah. that, that it, inter- I was like, oh, she's competing against Brooke. And I, I forgot. Yeah. So hmm. but I don't know when that episode comes up, but she, she does, Brooke does compete against Erica and she is older than they, they're, they, they look like there. mid-teens, yeah. like yeah. they for sure look old. Yeah. Well, I think they have to be at least 14 because they were older than Brooke and Brooke was 14 yeah. or 13. Uh, Peyton wants to be on Dance Moms. Go dance on that team because they're all your age. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So... Kathy tells us that they have talent and heart and soul and that they are determined that Abby hears her her roar. (laughs) We are going to hear your roar, Kathy. My goodness. Borrowed one of Vivi's dance tops for this scene. It has all those little, like it's all those little, like, you know, those tops that they're like small and then you stretch them and they have the holes in them. Yeah. It looks like that, but instead of just being stretched with holes, it like, they almost look like hanging chads, you know, like there's little like uh, hanging fabric I didn't pieces. See it. It's a wild top. Okay. So then we go back to the ALDC and Nia is getting yelled at. She Abby is <laughs> saying, Nia, are you in front of Brooke? Behind Brooke? You're all over the place. Ugh. And then we go to me and I'm saying how Abby's being so mean to Nia. 
she's like just picking on her because her mom's not there. And I mean, it's not Nia's fault that Holly has to work. No. And as I'm saying this, Holly walks in. I have on my notes that she she looks very studious in her interviews. She has on like her <laughs> newscaster suits, outfit. Her, yeah. Yeah. She's cute. So when Holly comes in, she says that you told her that Abby was harsh and threatened to replace Nia. Which I don't remember her saying she was going to replace Nia. I think she just kind of threatened us all. I think so. I yeah. I do think that at the beginning, I can't remember the exact wording, but I think it was like implied I can replace more than one. And then that's when you said, oh, maybe she's replacing my kids. So I don't know. I think that we were always supposedly under the threat of being replaced. But meanwhile, you can't fucking replace us. We're, we're under contract on a show. Exactly. So it's stupid. Like it, because we would have left. Yeah, yeah. If we were allowed to leave or be replaced, yes. we would have chosen to leave. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I was so ridiculous that they were like, "We can replace you." No, she can't. Trust me, she would have gotten rid of us if she could have. Yeah, yeah. So we're sitting there, and Melissa is telling Holly that she's concerned because Nia has a solo this week, and Holly's not going to be there. And I don't understand why, of all people, Melissa said she's so concerned because if we remember. Twice now, Melissa hasn't been there because she went on vacation with her boyfriend the one time. And where was she the other time? She was somewhere else with her boyfriend. She was still on her vacation with her boyfriend, I think. Or again, or something. Yeah, but two times Melissa wasn't there and her kids, Maddie had a solo. Yeah, and Holly's working. Yeah. Which is, to me, a more legitimate- A better excuse, yes, than than to be on vacation with your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So do we think though, while Holly's gone, that- Gianna's gonna be Nia's right hand man. <laughs> I'm thinking no. <laughs> yeah, and- that's probably why Melissa's concerned because she knows that Gianna's not gonna be the right hand man. And do you think Abby's gonna take Nia out to talk about her career? <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it as well. That I didn't even put that together, but you're completely right. Yeah, right. of all people to say it, like I mean, none of us have ever missed a week. And no. our kids never even have solos. Melissa has missed two weeks of mm-hmm. Maddie having a solo and she didn't think it was a concern. So why is it a concern for Holly? Mm-hmm. But we go to Holly in the interview and she says, um, there's no reason for Abby to be harsh to Nia because Holly wasn't at Pyramid. Holly's trying to be logical again. She forgets that that doesn't work here. Exactly. <laughs> so Holly goes down to the front desk and has a talk with Abby and says, you know, Holly wants to know if everything is okay between them. (laughs) I love how Holly like saunters up to the desk. Uh, She like saunters down uh, there. Is everything okay between us? And Abby's like, here you are. And then she's like, no. Yeah. She's like, moms are required to be there today. Why were we required to be there today as opposed to any other day? Any other day, Kelly, I have to stop you for a moment because I have something to share with you that I actually did extra credit homework for. Let me pull this up. So this is amazing shit. You just wait. Okay. (laughs) All right. So as they're talking, I just want to show you, I did a really quick screen grab of us. So please hold. Oh my God. Look at my face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. We are like disgusted. Ah. Is that not hilarious? Uh, God. Okay. 
So that made me laugh. Like that was just. But look at Melissa. <laughs> she's on her phone. She's on her phone. She she's like not concerned about anything. Me and no. you are like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so she's on her phone. But that is just such summary of what used to go on up there. We would be like, holy shit, and Melissa would be like texting and taking over the world. <laughs> Yeah. So they're down there having their talk and Abby's telling Holly that if she cared, she would be here. Mm -hmm. And that is just so Mm -hmm. wrong. Like Holly doesn't care, but then they go up to me and you and I'm saying, "Ugh, it's starting already. Like, (laughs) like it's the day one of season two and like Mm -hmm. shit's already starting. And Holly says her famous line. This is Holly's famous line. I think let's not go there. Uh-huh. Every, every time Holly talks to Abby, she tells her let's not go there. Uh, but Abby says that you need to be here. Abby feels like Abby cares more about Nia than Holly does. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and she says that Nia's dad was here and dropped her off. Why didn't he stay? Well, mm-hmm. when Kurt was there, Kurt was thrown out and said, nobody wants nope. the dads here. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, like I, it is just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> this is why nobody knows what to do because Abby contradicts herself so much. Constantly. Like, There's different rules for everyone. A, two or three weeks ago, you were saying that Kurt shouldn't be there. Then he makes Maddie nervous because there's no other guys there and stuff. And now she's saying that Nia should have made her dad go in. Like, mm-hmm. Nobody knows what to do. No one knows. No one knows. Here's the thing. No matter what you choose, it's wrong. Yeah. And then Abby yeah. says, my dad took me to the mother daughter talk about a pe- my period. Uh, where is that talk that you go to for a mother daughter <laughs> about periods? I just did mine, I think in the bathroom. Well, I think we, we did it in health class, right? Yeah. Like we didn't go to a special class to learn about your period. Okay. So here's us when she says that. <laughs> I have radio radio wrote me and you our mouths are open (laughs) and I'm saying oh my god she's talking about her period what does that have to do with anything because in a show that nothing can shock you we were shocked (laughs) like yes Uh, so I'm saying what does that have to do with anything and you're saying I'm just gonna kill myself and still the whole time Melissa's still just on her phone <laughs> on her phone I wrote yeah. Melissa is ignoring everything that's what I have written down yeah and then we go to Abby saying how <laughs> Nia needs somebody there because she's not that swift Ugh. Nia needs help like, why is Bullshit. that woman allowed to say this kind of stuff? She yes. tells me my kids are mediocre and Holly's kid is not swift. Well, and they, and like she, she says, says like, that to somebody and who without puts it on getting TV. smacked, without exactly. getting smacked, because like, I don't know many moms that would allow somebody to say that to their daughter and not That's like slap them upside of their head. Bullshit. And this is where we used to lose our shit yes. about the show because we would say all the time, you're allowing her to say those things. You show them on TV and then people think that's true. Yeah. It, it's such and we ain't allowed to do anything bullshit. about it. No. We aren't allowed to do anything about it. And our kids, every single time she does that, 
she's knocking our kids' self-esteem down. Oh my God, yes. And then the whole world thinks that our kids aren't smart. So it knocks our kids' self-esteem down. And she wonders why we don't strive to get better because we're the only, the only one that's striving to get better is the only one that you're positive to. Yes. Like maybe you should, maybe she should go back and watch this and see how that treatment affects the kids, affects the kids differently. Yeah. Because it really and truly does. And this is only season two. Our kids put up with this till season four until I smack her for doing this shit to my kids because I should have did it way back then. It's it's, a mother can only take so much of you knocking down your child. It's not even knocking down your child. It's you are, you're, you're fucking with their futures because people are going to see this and believe it. It's not just like the psychological, it's the, the way people are going to perceive them in the world. Abby would never correct Maddie on camera because she wanted everyone to think she was perfect. Was she perfect? No, she had corrections. Abby wouldn't do it on camera because she wanted that perception to be perfect where she would say things like your kids aren't swift. You have bad feet. You're not smart. It's getting to your head, whatever. And then people believed it. So she knew what she was doing and how she was affecting the kids, the way people saw our kids. And just like I might Paige and Brooke did solos all the time and they never showed them only when they did something bad mm-hmm. because they didn't want them to be seen as knowing what they were doing. That was right. what they were showing is that they were <clears throat> mediocre or they weren't swift or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's such bullshit because it's a story that people believe fully because it's on TV and you're like, well, you don't know all of the, the backstory. And, and the reason all. I, I, think that and I think you think that is because when when we meet people people think they know us because of the show oh yeah and they don't so that's why I think we think that people think that what Abby says about our kids they believe because they they believe everything else on the show yeah you know oh yeah Um, that was always like one of the hardest things is we would be like god you know she has the power to say stuff and once it's out there it's out there. You can't, yeah. Okay. So Abby says that Nia's not swift and she needs help. And Holly says, I dare you. Abby says, you think you're up here because you have a doctorate and everyone else is down here. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of true. She is kind of up there, right? Yeah. Like, she worked hard for that. Yeah. And Abby thinks that she's above everybody because her name's on the building. So, I, Oh my <laughs> God. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> absolutely like like abby doesn't even need a doctorate she just has to put her name on the building and she's better than everybody else exactly how about when holly says that you're intimidated and she screams bull as she leaves because she's deflecting she doesn't have a comeback to that no so she's just gonna walk out you can already see though the difference in the way she interacts with us between season one and season two in this scene, I think, even though we had some pretty big fights with her in season one, I think that you can already see some of that recognition and the fame here. You can already see yeah. that she's starting to feel invincible in just the way she interacts with us. Yeah. I, I said that about she's starting to become a diva already. Yeah. So they show Nia and Holly at the milkshake factory. That looked yummy. I know. Holly says that, you know, it's, it's hard for her to tell Nia that she's not going to be at the competition, but she sits down with her at the milkshake factory and says, this is the deal. I have to work this weekend. 
And Nia says, are you positive? You can't just miss work for one day. And Holly's like, I'm positive. And they both say how sad they are. Um, Nia, I I thought this was cute when they go to interview and Nia says that this week she actually has dances she likes and her mom's not going to be there to see them. I know. I thought that was sad too. Yeah. Because Holly kept saying she wanted like whimsical and ethereal and pretty. Yeah. And I thought Nia's dance was very pretty and girly and feminine, like all the things that Holly wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And it showcased what she did great. And Holly wasn't there to see it where she had to put up with all the bullshit dances so far. But Holly tells Nia that she's going to make it clear to Abby that if she has a problem, she needs to talk to Holly, not Nia, which isn't it sad that you, you have to like have that talk with the dance teacher, like before don't, you can go away. Like it's like, is, that's not normal. Don't take this out on the child. You yeah. Bring this up to me. <laughs> yeah. Know. But Holly says that Nia is giving a hundred percent and that's not good enough for Abby. Never. No. Well, Abby says that later in the episode. She's like, will it ever be good enough? No. She's not talking about Nia specifically. She's talking yeah. about all of the kids. So then we go to the open call and there's a line around the building. Oh, Why do you God. think that is? Do you think it's because we were on a TV show? Yeah, because when we had <laughs> auditions for the LDC, there was like never anybody there. <laughs> there were 13 people who would show up. And, and 13 nine of them people, were us. Yeah. yeah. Nine, 13 people made it. Yeah. Leslie and Peyton are there. For the first time you hear her voice yes. for the first time. And that voice cut through me like butter, like a knife yes. through. I was like, Wah! but Leslie thinks it's ridiculous that she has to stand in line with everybody else. Uh, like she's been there for four years at that studio and she should just be in this group. She shouldn't have to audition. I, we all auditioned to be yes, on, on the, the show. show. So but why she shouldn't you she have should- to? Yeah. No, she thought that she should just be on it. And that was one of the problems with Leslie is she was very entitled. Like I need to be on this too. And we're like, it's not just, you get to show up and be on the show. Like we did so much more, even, even on our days off, we had to do press and this, and she just wanted to show up and get all of the good and none of the work. But she also said she'd been at the studio for four years. Like there are people that have been there way longer than oh that. God, Peyton yes. went somewhere else and learned dance before she came here. Like mm-hmm. people who have been coming there since they were born. Those are the people that should get the first opportunities, I would think. Oh, yeah. Kelly, we forgot something, though. When oh, Abby my. goes outside to greet everyone, she's wearing a headband. Oh, my God. I might kill you. I'm just saying. It's not my fault. Yeah, it is. I didn't choose to wear the headband. But you, you need to choose to ignore them like I did. But before you put your drink down, let me just say when she goes in the room with the kids, she changed into a fancier headband. So drink again. This Mm-mm. drink is really strong. It's tiny. Well, it's straight tequila <laughs> with some bitters in it. <laughs> so Abby's in the room and she's watching all the kids dance and she starts narrowing them down. And she says she sees like five kids that she likes. Here I am again saying it's hard to see an outsider come into the group. Oh, you, oh, yeah. you say you have you you always have to watch Melissa <laughs> over this shoulder. And now you're going to have to watch the new mom over the other shoulder. And you can only look over one shoulder at a time. I don't know. Which one are you looking over more? The one with Melissa or the one with the new moms? Oh, well, <laughs> depends on the week. <laughs> so then Abby's an interview saying she's she's picking the kids and she doesn't want another Mackenzie whining or another Brooke brooding. <laughs> so she doesn't want one too old or one too young. 
She wants just right. She's like Goldilocks. Yes. So she narrows it down to four kids and she decides to let Peyton go. And did you see Peyton's look she gave Abby? You have to go back and look. Like looks could kill. Really? Peyton was like not a happy camper. And I love how Abby's like, Peyton, you know, I love you. Yeah. You know, I love you, but you're just too tall. (laughs) Meanwhile, our kids are like, she's like, you know, I can replace you anytime I want. And you suck. Exactly. Leslie comes down into the room. Abby says Peyton was just too tall for the group. Then she says that then, then she announces it. And then all the kids run over and give Kendall the big hug. And But you say, Leslie, I know you don't want to hear this, but she's just too tall for this group. And Leslie goes, I don't care. Just put her in some other way. She says that to you before she says it's Abby. Yeah. See, I think like Abby, that's pretty scary. Oh God. But I mean, it was, it was pretty obvious that Peyton was tall. Oh my God. I mean, Brooke's older, but Brooke's tiny. Yeah. So Brooke and- fit in, but I, and I, I think they wanted and down the line and whenever Peyton comes on, that's why they bring Peyton on because it's somebody to compete against Brooke. Oh yeah. You know, for sure. to have somebody her age, but she was definitely too tall. And she also had a maturity about her when she danced, but it didn't mm-hmm. work for the group. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the point. Abby lets the other two girls go and she keeps Kendall. Kendall was number 230. 30. Mm-hmm. And whenever she announces that our kids run over and give Kendall like the biggest hug. Did know. our kids know Kendall before this? Yes. Because <clears throat> what had happened is that Jill came to booty camp that summer. Everyone yeah. came to booty camp because they knew they were casting the show. For the, okay. And, and Jill came to booty camp and I will never forget sitting upstairs and you know how Jill likes to ask all those questions. She started quizzing me about the show. Tell me okay. this, tell me that. Tell so me, you tell knew me, she me. was, I, she was definitely fishing. It. And that's when one of our executive producers was in town during booty camp and she gave him tickets to the Steeler game and then gave him a $250 Steeler Jersey. Uh, and I think that's where the whole thing about gifts came from. And I say this later on and I sound like a total asshole when I'm like, well, you've driven past the studio for years. Jill lived 10 minutes from the ALDC. She lives right by me. And she used to drive an hour, an hour. to where yeah, I live to now, Cranberry, yeah. To Cranberry to take her kids to a different studio because she didn't think the ALDC was good enough until there yeah. was a show there. And then she wanted Kendall on the show. And Jill to this day will claim she never watched Dance Moms. I know. <laughs> She's always like, I never saw the show. I'm like, okay, then why okay. did you come? And so that's why I had such a problem with her where, where she's like, Christy should have been more welcoming because you got, you came there and was literally picking my brain. Like, how did you get cast? How was this done? How was that done? Yeah. And I was like, I think though, Jill knew that Kendall was going to be on it before that moment. Oh, she absolutely did. Yeah. Oh, wait, she signed a contract. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, they knew that it was going to be Kendall before yes. the whole audition even started. Uh, yes. Jill auditioned <clears throat> with Kendall that summer. I think I don't, I don't know that for sure. She's probably going to be like, no, I didn't, but she had signed. The- One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. 
So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest in Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. I started using Acorns a few years ago, and I have it set up that if I'm spending money out in a store, I just round up to the nearest dollar. So that extra change I don't even realize is gone. But what's amazing about it is it's being invested inside the portfolio that fits my goals. And then I look at that balance and I'm always so excited to see that money there because it feels like this secret bonus money to me. And you can start investing too by heading to acorns.com slash bar or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorn.com bar. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC, member FINRA-SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. 
It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. Paperwork to be on the show before the audition, for sure. I know that. I don't know if she had the same contract as us. I don't think she did because she had said, I wasn't even under contract, but she kept coming back. I think it was just temporary to see right. how it worked. And then, mm-hmm. then she got the regular contract. Yeah. I don't yeah. know for sure. But okay. So Abby announces it's Kendall. Our kids run over. She gives them a big hug. They all give her a big hug. They're so excited. They're the sweetest kids. Yeah. They just are. And then us moms all come down and we congratulate Kendall. We go to um, interview of Jill saying that Kendall's hard work has paid off and that we're all going to love her. Kendall comes on to interview and says that she says, so cute. She's like, hi, I'm Kendall. I'm eight years old. <laughs> and you're wearing sequins. So Christy and Kelly can drink. Yeah. Oh, Kendall. Really? Ah. <laughs> oh. So Kendall tells us that she's worthy of being a part of the ALDC. The legacy. I I just want to tell her, run, run, (laughs) Kendall, run. But Abby tells Kendall that um, it's a tight knit group and that she's on probation for a few weeks um, and that the competition this weekend is in three days. She has three days to prepare and that she's going to be doing a solo. Abby tells Jill she has to come in tomorrow for a private for Kendall to learn the solo. And this is when Leslie comes over and Mm. congratulates Jill. Congratulations again. (laughs) And Abby, Leslie wants Abby to explain a few things to her. And Abby uses her creepy voice. Yeah. And Abby says the same thing I said up above. Peyton's just too tall for the group. She dances too mature, which is what you said. Leslie says, come on, you're Abby Lee Miller. Find her a spot for her. (laughs) Leslie says, oh, she gives, I give you a lot of money. I'm a good customer. You've only been there four years. The rest of us I know. have been there, I've been there for like 40 years, woman. But she is literally screaming at Abby, screaming at her. Yeah. Yeah. And, Give her Abby, a spot. and then, and then she's like, oh, well, I, I do a lot for you. We all yes. do a lot for her. What and does she even, do? I don't know. Cause she, I, I don't ever see her making costumes and shit. And then she's like, find her a spot, find her a spot. Did you notice though, Abby is like, Leslie, calm down. She does not react to Leslie. Like she treats us. I almost think Abby's intimidated by Leslie, like based on the way she reacts in the scene. Abby's very even keeled. What she just treated Holly like, Leslie screaming, bull crap, pointing that finger. But I, I think she treated Kathy the same way because I don't, I think with us, we were under her finger because we were already on the show and, and she, contract, she had us yeah. right where she wanted us. Like, so she could act that way to us. 
they weren't really under the same contract. So yeah, maybe. I, I think maybe she feels right. like with us, she had the upper hand and could do whatever she wanted to us because we couldn't really do anything. We're in class and Abby's um, says that she's rehearsing everything today and nobody is coming in late and nobody's leaving early. She doesn't care if their feet are bleeding. They're not allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, yay. Oh. So we go to Maddie rehearsing her solo and it is a musical theater routine and it's called Jubilation. It was and not it- called Jubilation. They changed the music. It was called Star of the Show. Abby says no. it's called Jubilation. No, I know. But I'm just saying it, when we first saw it, like in our life and yeah. at the competition, it was called Star of the Show. Okay. But it's about a girl's dream that comes true about being on Broadway. And I'm thinking that was like a slap in the face of Chloe getting the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always a slap in the face to someone. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a tough year for Maddie because she's now competing at age nine and over. Abby knows 11 and 12 year olds that could make mincemeat out of Maddie. I think that's the only kind of negative thing Abby's ever said about Maddie. So we go to Nia's solo and she's also doing musical theater and it's based on the musical Once on this Island. So it's very tropical, which Mm -hmm. Holly will like. Yes. Um, and Abby wants no trouble with Holly. It's not an <laughs> ethnic routine. <laughs> and Abby says how she's tired of Holly mm-hmm. bitching about the ethnic routines. Oh, well, then we're tired of a her. lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. If you're tired of her bitching, don't stop giving it to her. Yeah. So then we go to Chloe solo and Chloe's also doing musical theater and it's called dreams. And Abby says that the song is perfect for Chloe because Chloe has a lot of dreams, but she's going to have to work a lot to get them. She's wearing a headband. And Abby also says that she thinks the recognition from the music video is going to Chloe's head. She said that that means everybody is going to be watching Chloe and they're going to be waiting for her to make a mistake. And I'm just watching Abby's bang snossage in her interview. Bang snossage is a little turd. <laughs> in her bang. It's like somebody took a curling iron and like sprayed they it. Got to that, brush it out. Got to brush it out. She has a bang snossage for several oh of her God. interviews. Should we name this episode bang snossage? <laughs> there you go. That'd be good. All right. Bang um, snossage. Got it. <laughs> so then they show us upstairs. You ask Melissa, how is your new BFF Jill? And you ask if she's coming. And Melissa says, yeah, I'm sure she'll be here. You say she'll be here with a big gift for Abby. <laughs> and Melissa, Yeah. Melissa says she thinks she's very nice. And you said you thought Kathy was <laughs> nice. And <laughs> so you don't like her judge of character. <laughs> I think I'm accurate. Yeah. But Kelly... I think I have on the worst top of the episode here, which is I have it? on that gray top with sequins. It looks like skeleton bones. It did look like skeleton bones. I it was the horrible. Same thing. You should wear that for Halloween. I should drink. I don't yeah. think I have that. Oh, I, I would throw that away. I have to go. I have a container downstairs with ugly dance mom shit. And I need to go dig through that and see what I kept. There is some yeah. ugly shit in there. So then Melissa tells us, she said something negative about Jill. She said that three people quit Jill's other studio because of her. Uh-huh. Keep that in mind yeah. later on. And Melissa says in her interview that me and Christy are judging Jill. 
and she's trying to give her a chance. Well, I don't think I've said a single word about Jill yet. Yeah. And Melissa's informing us that other people were quitting the studio for us. So I, I don't know, thinking that statement there was wrong. But mm-hmm. So we're sitting there and Jill and Kendall arrive and Jill introduces herself, which we already knew her obviously from summer camp because you talked to her and we also knew her from dance competition she just never talked to us before she was on the team well and then i said you wormed your way in or she wormed her way in after the music video again code word wormed your way in because of a tv show exactly and and i was bitching that i don't trust somebody who's nice but it's not that i don't trust somebody who's nice it's i don't trust somebody who comes across as fake and that came across as very fake to me yeah and this is my favorite line of the episode when you say that Joe has her 900 number voice. She always did. Now tell me. It, it what is Brooke up to? Yeah. Well, she may become very shrill and shrieky too. Yeah. Yeah. But That's what I said. Was... It changes. Oh, yes. 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 Well, I can tell completely and totally who was interviewing me this episode because oh yeah yes it was James I can tell you without a doubt because James and I had a really good banter and we would sit in an interview like we all had not different producers but we had different producers throughout the lifetime of the show and some of us got along really well with some of them and some got really along well with other ones and James and I had this really funny banter and we would sit forever my interviews with him went on for hours uh, i know half the time i was waiting to go you in were waiting you we would laugh our asses off and we would i would say the most ludicrous shit because he would like be making fun of it too on his side but then i'm saying it that's why i think this interview or this episode of me is funny like i say a lot of funny shit because i was talking to james the weight watchers line like all of that is because i was ripping with back him. and forth with him yeah. yeah so now we go to kendall's solo it's also musical theater and, and abby's I... putting the pressure on kendall to do a solo to see if she sinks or she swims and she's putting the pressure on you to drink another drink because she's wearing a new headband here's where you call jill out you say why did you drive an hour to another studio when you live close to here why mm-hmm. is she coming now and Jill said she never heard nice things about Abby. <laughs> well, what changed? Like, that's not really an answer. Yeah. Like, like believe me, Abby's not getting better. She's getting worse. No. So if you didn't, if you heard mean things about her back then, you sure as heck shouldn't be coming now. No, because now you've watched the show and you see what she does and you signed up for it. Exactly. Where that was always the thing when new people come, I'm like, you watched it. You saw it. You signed like, on for it. Yeah. He's mean to my kids. I'm like, you've been watching it for three years. What do you think your kid was going to be the special one? No. Yeah. Jill's an interview and she felt tension from you. Yes. <laughs> she thought that you could have been more welcoming. I could have been. And Melissa tells Jill that we always beat her studio. I loved Melissa in that moment. Yeah. I don't often have moments where I love Melissa on Dance Moms fucking loved her in that moment. I thought that was, <laughs> I was like, yes. yeah. Jill tells us it's all about the win. She's like, don't you guys agree? We're all here for the win. She thinks um, that you're threatened by Kendall. Uh, <laughs> yep. And she says, there's a million Maddie, Chloe and pages out there. Kendall's here and she's staying. But I let her know when we beat Kendall and you're like, we weren't there. 
Because <laughs> I could freaking care less. I know you're like, we weren't there. <laughs> you say that you think that Jill is the queen of stage moms and that Melissa and Jill are going to be besties or they're going to be like betta fish and they're <laughs> killing each other, which is, which is definitely true. Yeah. Like you either get along really well with someone up there or you are at each other's throats, mm-hmm. but they're going to get along because they're both the same kind of people. Me and you didn't buy enough gifts. We did not buy we enough couldn't be gifts. In, we couldn't be in that group. Well, they don't take Discover, so. Abby's saying that she wants Melissa to make a prop, which I don't think Melissa ever made a prop. No. Um, but it's, uh, she wants it to look like a box that the doll comes in. Abby sees Brooke came upstairs and Brooke is asking me if she could go to the football game on Friday. It was Friday. She wanted to leave for the football game. So that's where I was confused. We always left and drove on Fridays. You had gone on to say like we were supposed to be done a while ago. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah. Yeah. Because she had plans to go to the football game. But I thought it was really weird that we were filming on a Friday and driving on a Saturday because that wasn't our normal schedule. Didn't you think that was weird? Yeah. So maybe the competition was on a Sunday, which I actually think it was on a Sunday. Yeah. Because sometimes we were home on Friday nights. Yeah. Sometimes we were. And then also, I thought it was usually on things that weren't very far away, though. But this was North Carolina. So that's like 12 hour driving. Ugh, yes. And that yeah. also makes sense. Maybe why Holly wasn't at this competition, because if we came home on Monday, she yeah. couldn't have missed, missed work. work. Yeah, because I, I actually have in my notes, I'm like, why wasn't Holly at this competition? Like she. she yeah, they valid. didn't really say. Yeah, just yeah. Work. they and, said work. Yeah. And work, she's she has a principal at this point, so she wasn't working on the win- weekends. But that would make sense why we're filming on Friday. Brooke wants to go to the football game. Why Holly can't go because she can't miss work on Monday. Yeah. So I don't remember, but I thought that kind of made sense. But when Brooke comes upstairs, you can see little Clara. That's yeah, I know. Little blonde head, little piggy head. He's so okay. cute. Uh, so Brooke goes back into the studio, and Abby tells her like. You want to go to the football game? Go. She'll have Peyton come in. Brooke's really like, please call yeah. Peyton. Um, and she starts yelling at Brooke because Brooke has writing on her hand, which it's God tacky. forbid. It's, it's horrible. It's terrible. And she makes Brooke cry. Brooke is not crying because Abby told her she has writing on her hand. No. Brooke's crying because she wants to get the hell out of there. And her <laughs> friends are waiting for her and she can't even call them to tell them she's going to be late or anything. So she's upset. And then you say... <laughs> Oh, she made her cry. She's a bitch. <laughs> she is. Like, why is that a reason to make her cry? I know, but it was so funny, Kelly. Oh, she's a bitch. <sighs> and then the, I'm up there saying, why do I even come here? Paige has <laughs> been getting yelled at since we walked in the door. And now Brooke's crying because she wrote on her hand. I, I mean... But Maddie's really worried about Brooke here. You can see like she's fretting. She's hugging her because she's like trying to protect Brooke, which I thought was sweet. I don't know I if you caught that. that. Yeah. yeah, I missed that. But Kel, Abby gives us a sound bite before you say, why do we even come here? That is a viral TikTok sound. Okay. What is it? It's Abby goes, whether it takes two hours or four hours, I don't care. You're staying until the routine is clean. Yes. Paige just did that on her TikTok. I was just going to say Paige. I just watched Paige do it on her TikTok. Yeah. I have done it with Diane in Disney World when she wanted to quit 
drinking around the world in Epcot. I was like, <laughs> I don't care if it takes two hours or four hours. We're staying until the routine is clean. It's, it's such a viral TikTok sound. So when I heard that, I was kind of laughing because I think we've all done them. I didn't, but. Well, you don't do TikTok. I know. Only when you make me. Mm-hmm. I know. We did just the two bitches there last. I know. It was so cute. I was watching a show the other night and they said there's there's only four left or something. And I'm like, oh, that's mighty Christie's line. <laughs> no, everybody steals our line. I know. God. Uh, Nobody so Abby, will ever do it as well as us. Oh, I know. So Abby excuses everybody and tells Brooke to get over there. I see Abby pour aside. So I come in and I say, you know, we need to leave rehearsal. Like mm-hmm. rehearsal ran late. Abby says that Brooke is the oldest of the group, which Brooke knows and Brooke could care less. That's why she wants to go see her friends. Yeah. And I ask, why did she yell at her for having writing on her hand? Like, it's none of Abby's business. No, it's not. And Abby tells me she's not going to be the one worrying about them putting their feet up on a furniture. That's my job. Where did this come from? Exactly. Like, when do my kids ever have their feet on the furniture in front of Abby? Like, there is no furniture at the dance studio. And it's such a hard right turn that you're like, wait, what? It's like one of those things that she was just being rude to your kids about something that yeah. didn't make sense like, in the like, story, did- but they're just going to put it in. Yeah. Like, because it's being mean. Yeah. Oh, you're and not I- teaching them at home. Yeah. I'm not teaching my kids to be responsible. I, well, I, I'm teaching my kids not to be late. Like, yeah, she had another appointment and yeah. you were running late. So like have your class be over when it's supposed to be over. Let's teach punctuality, Abby. Exactly. So then we have the bus arrive in the but snow in October. It's snowing. And it's terrible. October. Terrible. That's why I moved out of that shithole. Yeah, you're not kidding. I've got sunshine. There are no costumes ready and the props are not finished. Surprise, surprise. We have not gotten any better in season two. Like like she acts like that's surprising. Like we never had one thing ready the entire season one. So why would we start now? Meanwhile, I'm like, it's the night before. We've got so much time. What are you talking about? (laughs) We're used to doing shit 10 minutes before we go on stage. Exactly. Exactly. But Holly and Nia are saying their goodbyes. And she says, you know, that she can't be at the competition, but um, she has all of us other moms. And we're all sitting there on the bus being willing to take care of Miss Nia. And her little dog hat. Yeah. And Holly goes to leave and Nia's screaming, mom, mom. And she comes over and gives Holly a big hug, which was so sweet. I thought Holly was going to cry. I I got got in her car and cried. Yeah. Yeah. I know I would have. In interview, I think that, um, I think Nia's voice cracked in her interview when she was talking about her mom leaving. It was sad. Sad. Yeah. And then we get an interview of Abby saying, it's never about Nia. It's always about Holly. Which, like, Holly really wanted to work. Yeah. You oh, know, I don't, I'm like, going to leave my kid alone I, with you. Okay. Exactly. It's I. She has to go to work to pay bills. Like, it's not a choice. But <sighs> it's annoying. So we get, and we're on the bus, and that bus driver was not Chuck. Hold on. You skipped over the part where Holly goes and knocks on the window with Abby. To oh, talk and to Abby her. wouldn't answer. No, she I rolled the window over. Yeah, because where are we? this happens before we're on the bus. So Holly knocks on the window and Abby rolls down the window and Holly says, I'm not coming. And Abby rolls it back up. And she was just and bitching she at talk, you yeah. 
that you're not teaching your kids manners. Manners. That's rude. Exactly. That's rude. Exactly. When, when she's, her daughter's going away with her for the weekend. She, she winds it up and she like refuses to talk to Holly and Holly is just so aggravated. Wouldn't you be? Yes. But I'm just saying like, she's so aggravated, but I thought it was funny that three seconds before she was telling you that you don't teach your kid manners. Well, yeah. that's not very mannerly. No, it only but, goes for us negative Christy. And the bus driver that we see this time is Jim who became our regular bus our driver. permanent bus driver. Yeah. I, I actually think Jim passed away. Oh, really? Yeah. Aww, I think so. Funny. Yeah. How do you know Bus that? driver, Jim. Uh, honestly, I think another cast member talked about it. And one uh, of the fans wrote uh, a comment somewhere about it. Uh, I think. Well, that's sad. I know. So we're on the bus and Jill and Kendall come out with a gift for Abby. Ugh. She gives her Chanel number five. And Jill says she wanted to give it in fr- to her in front of us because she wants to know that she's serious. I'm wondering if she put it in her tennis shoes. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> she wants us to know she's serious. Okay. I think yeah. you're serious. Well, I go to interview saying I wanted to die of her giving her the gift because here we go. We have another Melissa. <laughs> Well, let me buy your friendship. I thought that was pretty funny. You have another gift giver. Yeah. And, and you're like, uh, <laughs> you should have gave her a three month supply to Weight Watchers. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Like I am an actual asshole. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. It is funny, but oh my, could you imagine if I said that in 2022? I would have yeah. witches, like a witch at my front yard. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. So we arrive at competition and the competition is dance troops. And we're in the dressing room and Abby is giving a pep talk to Chloe. <laughs> and it's I don't know if it's like, a pep talk. Don't forget your dance. <laughs> chloe is not making eye contact with abby she's staring at the floor the entire time which actually pisses me off because i tell my kids all the time like look at someone when they're talking to you chloe did not like i'm looking at her i'm like look at her when she's talking to you but maybe maybe she could yeah i don't think i could either yeah but we go to chloe and she says it's hard to keep abby (laughs) out of your head like she hears her at the mall (laughs) She's haunting her at the mall <laughs> with Brooke. She's at the mall with Brooke with, with Brooke and her friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you catch Jill's outfit in this scene? We're going to go into some really great outfits now that Jill's here. No, she has on like a black turtleneck top, black pants and some sort of a pink coat, but that's not the featured piece de resistance of her outfit. That is no, I mean, she could, I don't know. She has on about a four inch wide rhinestone belt. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. It, you could not miss it. Okay. <laughs> I must miss things when I'm writing. I'm writing stuff down. I pause. I miss. Yeah. See, I just write and go. Oh no. I pause. And that's when I look at the screen and that's why I see so much. So we go to handle in her interview and she says that she doesn't know what probation <laughs> is, but she's going to bring it. <laughs> Great. Then we go to Maddie getting her pep talk from Abby. And it's totally different than the kind of pep talk Chloe got. <laughs> that was Maddie, get out there and do what you were trained to do. Okay. 
One time I would like Abby to flip the way she does pep talks with the kids and see how they go. Exactly. Exactly. Because going out and saying, don't forget your dance, gets you rattled before you go on stage. Yeah. So Maddie does an interview and says she's not nervous about competing against girls older than her. She's ready to compete. And we have Maddie doing her solo. Abby goes to interview saying that Maddie did great. She really used her face. Um, She was the star of the show. And then I have Chloe solo. And I have in big, bold letters. That was my least favorite costume. I've. Yes, that was not Chloe's costume. Or was it the costume for the show? It was Nina's costume. I remember Nina wearing that. Yeah. And when Nina wore it, it fit her. So it looked beautiful on her. Chloe, it looked too big. It was a beautiful costume. Just It it, it looked terrible on Chloe because she was about eight inches shorter than she was. I was going to say, Nina is like six foot eight or Yes. She's not six foot eight. I'm sorry. She's not six foot eight. Five eight. Yeah. Five nine. Probably taller taller than that. She's probably five nine. She was a rocket. Like an actual rocket. And speaking of rockets, I am pretty sure that this dance that Chloe did, I am almost certain that the choreography is the same choreography from I Wanna Be a Rocket when Chloe gave up her title for junior miss dance i don't know why they didn't let her wear her rocket costume her rocket costume was gorgeous yeah Yeah. it was beautiful i don't know i'm pretty sure it's the same choreography but it this just did this was not a good dance i I have in my notes it was the music dubbed over because the motions don't go like i think chloe danced to her regular music and then in post they changed it Actually, what happened, they changed it twice. So this choreography was to I Want to Be a Rocket. Then, because I found this uh, this dance actually yesterday, because I was looking through old dances, like from this competition, it was a totally different song that still didn't go with the music, like for the show. And then they and dubbed then when over they again. aired it, they dubbed over it again. Because I again. could tell it was dubbed over. And oh, I'm yeah, not no. good at figuring that stuff out. And I no. definitely could tell it was like weird. Well, even Maddie's when Abby said she like did something about stealing the show with her face. It wasn't the right music either. So yeah. they switched around a couple of songs. But yeah. uh, this was not my favorite Chloe dance on the show because I it didn't work like it just didn't. And Abby says that she's like. Her turns were off. She spotted well, the wrong direction. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she recovered it. She said, mm-hmm. Chloe didn't do the turn section good, but she recovered from it. So that yeah. was good. Yeah. And I've seen Chloe do that turn section at the end of I Want to Be a Rocket, and it's great. So, I mean, she Abby's not wrong with her critique of Chloe there. I'm, I can't argue with that. Yeah. So then we go to Nia solo. And Nia's an interview saying that she's nervous because her mom's not there. Yeah, but Nia did the dance and she said she thought she did good. And Abby says that Nia did it without her mom. No, mommy. And you did it. Uh huh. I was texting Holly the whole time that day. I remember texting Holly, like telling her about Nia's dance. That's good. Like I was giving her updates. Like I vividly yeah. remember that. Yeah. So then we go to Kendall's solo. And must I, can I point out she has a custom made costume and it's She's not even part of the team yet. She's still on probation, <laughs> but my kids never mm-hmm. ever had a custom made costume. Um, so they go to me and I say, um, Joe said that Kendall was an amazing dancer, but she was no comparison to Maddie and Chloe. Abby says the costume. Abby said when Abby goes to interview, she says the costume looked great, <laughs> but the face wasn't there and she looked nervous. So there you go, Abby. Good costume does like help out a little bit, you know, a little bit. But I I always say I want a costume. 
Yeah. At least, at least that like makes you feel good. But Kendall also said that she could hear Abby's voice in her head. I'm like, these poor freaking kids. Everybody can hear her voice. Everybody's hearing her voice. Yeah. So then we go to awards and Nia got fourth place and Nia was very happy with that. Yeah. Chloe said she hopes she gets first because, um, she doesn't want to let her fans down, which I thought was cute. I thought it was cute too, but, um, but I think they were really pushing for her to be like, I have fans now. Yeah. I think that that was kind of the intent, but I think it fell short quickly, but I thought it was cute. So Chloe gets first overall in the junior overall award. And Maddie gets first overall in the pre-junior overall award. So they weren't competing against each other. Mm -mm. They each had their own spot. So Chloe says she was excited to start off the season with a good note. And Maddie said something in interview about them beating 16-year-olds. I didn't get that. How would they be competing against 16-year-olds? I think... It didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand what that meant. I think if I remember, I think at the end of the competition, they did overall, overall, overalls of the, of like the entire competition. Uh, and I okay. think that's what she's talking about. Because the regular about. dance wasn't, no, I guess. No, no. Yeah. I didn't get what that meant. I, that's the only thing that would make sense. Um, yeah. I thought it was funny when she goes, I think that was a very good achievement. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. I just like the whole the beating 60 year olds kind of caught me off guard. Like I didn't know what she was talking about. I I don't quite remember, but I have a vague memory of them like calling them up at the end, you know, when they do that sometimes overall the comp. All right. So then we're getting ready for the group dance. And Jill asks Abby about probation. And she's (laughs) like, you know, Kendall only had three days to learn the number. And (laughs) did she pass the test? And I want to say, like, we learn our dances in three days all the time, Jill. It's not, that was not the test uh, because no. we do that every week. Every week. They, they go to Kendall and Kendall says that she thinks she's going to be on probation a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, then we go to Jill or Kendall starts crying. And Abby says, are you crying? And obviously we can she she is and jill's like no she's not crying <laughs> that was so funny i know <laughs> I, i'm like uh but we see the tears and abby <laughs> says her famous line save oh. those tears for your pillow at home when you're alone in your room and she says you know you're a lucky girl she should suck it up kid you're going to humiliate yourself in front of everyone you're healthy and you need to act like it you know, we go to interview of Abby saying she's disappointed in Kendall and she thought that um, she was the whole package and she wasn't. And she's still on vacation or on probation. Yeah, she's not on vacation. She's on probation. She's probation. All right. I'm going to show you something here. Are you prepared? Yeah. Okay. What is this ring? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's a spider ring. <laughs> hey, it was October. <laughs> was ready for Halloween. I mean, where does one get a four inch spider rhinestone ring? Oh my God. Look at the bracelet too. Yuck. 
<laughs> I, I lost my mind. That's what I'm saying. When I paused stuff, I would have never seen that. I don't know how you could have seen that. Yeah. But I was pausing it to write stuff down. And that's where you have to start pausing it. Kelly, the shit you see when you pause it is absurd. <laughs> Oh my God. So Kendall's being told she's not the whole package. And then Abby tells us that we're all too old to be cute. Even Mackenzie. Mackenzie's face here is amazing. Whoever edited that needs an Emmy. She's like. Six years old is too old to be cute. (laughs) Then Abby says how it's harder to dance as a group than to dance alone. We get a picture of you. You were doing Brooke's eyeshadow. I picked I up saw on that. that. Yeah. yeah. I, saw I think that. we, I, I think we had one person do all the eyeshadow because yeah. everybody's eyeshadow it had, had to, to be, be silver and be all the same. And we only yeah. had one of the silver eyeshadows. Yeah. And so one person was in charge of doing everybody's eyeshadow. Yeah. We often did stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go to Brooke an interview and she says, it's a lot of pressure because they just won a national title and now we need to win another one. It's a fourth. That's a fourth wall. It's a lot of pressure because the world is watching us now and everybody yes. wants to beat the dance mom girls. Yeah. So we go to the group dance. Kenzie does a interview and says that she's happy that she's in the group dance and tells us that she's stuck in a box and can't get out. <laughs> then she finally gets out. Um, Abby says they looked great and they danced so-so. I agree. I did not like this dance. It wasn't my favorite. So we're at awards. Then they show Paige doing an interview saying that <laughs> she thought <laughs> we did a good job. Everyone was acting like a doll. <laughs> How do you act like a doll? I thought it was hilarious when she said it. Yeah. yeah but we won. Acting yep. like a doll. We're all very excited. We, I yes. think we gave them a standing ovation. Yay! Yeah. And Abby says she guessed cute still wins in North Carolina, (laughs) Uh but it's not good enough for her. Abby tells Brooke that she looks at Chloe and (sighs) she's too old to be cute. Well, then don't put her in a cute dance. I was just going to say that. Don't put her in a cute dance. And P.S. You're supposed to watch people out of the corner of your eye when you're dancing. So that you are together. Yeah. Yeah. And she tells them that over and over and over. But I, I actually wrote that when it said, Brooke, you're too old to be cute. And I wrote, uh, then don't put her in a dance that has cute choreography. Yeah. Like Mackenzie wasn't in almost every group dance the whole first season. So mm-hmm. let Brooke go to her football game on Friday night and don't put her in the group dance because she's too old for it. Brooke never got an excuse to be out of it because she was too old. Like Kenzie got because she was too young. Exactly. Um, I have another behind the scenes moment, like, fe- oh my like goodness. He- with Paige with her feathered headband, like how she's looking at her feather headband. Yeah. When Abby goes Nia, cause she goes to Nia, Nia's sitting on the floor. You have to go back and watch it, Kelly. So our costumes came like, these were custom made costumes this week and they came in those like a dry cleaning bag, you yeah. know? Yeah. So they're like big, long, clear plastic bags. Yeah. Well, apparently Nia had, <laughs> had it like fold up and Abby goes Nia and Nia's sitting on the floor and she's looking at her dead in the face and Nia just tosses the plastic bag and catches it like as she's talking to Abby like Abby's like bitching at her and Nia's like tossing this plastic bag and like staring Abby dead in the face you're you're saying about Nia with her throwing her things (laughs) at Abby and Abby's in an interview saying that um, Nia had no idea where she was (laughs) on stage 
She's like, Mia didn't even know where she was. <laughs> Abby announces that we're getting a new number next week. And we're back which, to the drawing board, which we got a new number every week. Every week. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that sounded weird. But then I speak up. I, why I spoke up, I have I no don't idea. Know. I and don't say, know. you're the one that wants them to learn a dance every three days. Everyone else competing here has been doing their numbers, you know, for a long time. I think there was a lot of stuff cut out there. Well, we know there's a lot of stuff cut out there, which I know you're going to talk about. But even before all of that fighting came, there was a lot like for me to just I I just come out of the blue and say that. Like, yeah, like that makes no sense. So uh, I don't remember exactly what was said there, but. Well, um, but it's true. Like, that's the whole thing with the dances is it was always amazing that our girls were able to do as well as they did, because when you are a did learn. And yes, and everybody else really was learning their dances. When we originally were part of the ALDC, before the show started, we would learn our dance all year. Yeah. To compete at the end of the year at competition. So like you practiced it for an entire year, not three days. No. That makes a big difference. Uh, I would say. Like you have time to clean it. You have time to make sure you know it. So you don't have to look out of the corner of your eye. When you learn it in three days, you don't really- have all that, which is why it is even more infuriating when she says things negative about like our kids not picking up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Those kids were working harder than a lot of professional dancers and, and still going to school. Yes. Full time. Yes. Yeah. So Abby announces that, you know, we're dancing from four 30 to nine 30 Monday through Friday, Ugh. which we basically did anyways, yeah. except not for like Fridays. And Abby says, why am I the only one that gets aggravated. I'm like, because you're the only one that hadn't, hasn't had a child. And she tells me that her mother and father, they looked at her just once. She, she knew what it meant. Yeah. Good for you. (laughs) And then we ensue the fight. Yes. You can see me like hustling Chloe out of the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I have that. Abby said she's allowed to tell us that the dance isn't good. And I say I'm frustrated. Um, I'm not the kind of person to sit back and just shut up. And obviously, we all know that. Abby says I don't have to pay on time because I'm Kelly Highland and I've been here for 30 years. I say I've paid my bill in full on my Discover card for the past 10 years. And she says that's the reason why she doesn't take Discover anymore. And for me to get a job. Here she is right in her words. Kelly, go get a job. But she's telling Holly Holly to quit her job in the same episode. Let me ask you a question. So if you pay her by Discover, why doesn't she take Discover? Because I think she likes to get paid. But I only use Discover. So she definitely got paid by Discover. And she still (laughs) takes it because I still was paying her with Discover at the time. And then she, she tells me to go get a job. And then I say, don't even go there, you whore. You, you are, are a whore. whore. Yeah. You are a whore. Do you want to and, say what really happened there? Because uh, that is not what happened. Uh, yes. Um, well, I, I don't even know that I want to say it on here. Like, because it's not uh, even true. No, it's not. Abby was, and I don't even know why we got into this fight. Yeah, and this fight got thing. so ugly. I can't even remember. That's how it started, basically. Well, then Abby went and got ugly. And really ugly. Really, really ugly. And was talking about my mother. Yeah. And was saying, you know, that my mom used to do all this stuff 
well, I was at dance class behind my back and all, Meanwhile, like, your mom was like a freaking angel of a human. Yes. And anybody that ever met her would say it. So she kept going on and on about my mom and, and stuff. And that's when I said, Oh, you're don't, a whore. Don't no, you said, don't even go there. You are a whore. Cause she yeah. did say, Oh, she was whore things Horrible. about her mother. But you know, then they edit it and make it out that I'm making it over that I didn't the pay my bill. Part. You know, <laughs> I I do have to say I I don't think I've ever called someone a whore in my life. But you know what? She deserved it that day. Yeah. What the shit she said about my mom? She deserved more than that. And I, I and I should have insisted her not being allowed to to talk to us that way, like to anyone that way on the show. It was that was very was- uncalled for. It was beyond uncalled. I was, I, again, not very many times was I like, oh my God. Like there's a few times on the show that I was like, oh my, that was when I was like, I cannot believe that that just went where it did. Yeah. It was bad. And then I say, welcome, Jill. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm chugging my drink. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) I'm like, oh shit, I need a drink after that. (laughs) That was so horrible. It was terrible. And and the thing that's horrible is that they cut. Obviously, I would not have allowed them to play what they said about my mother. But why didn't they just cut the whole thing out? Because it's too good. You called her a whore. Please. That's like TV rating gold. They could have made it over something better than me not paying my bill. But whatever. And then Jill says that Kendall has never seen behavior like this before. Well, I know the studio that she used to go to. (laughs) And I think I'm going to argue with that because they have some crazy ass dance moms there. Uh, They sure do. And they have some shit that goes down in that studio that doesn't touch what goes down in ours. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that was a little bit of a lie. Then they go to Jill and Melissa talking in the hallway and Jill asks Melissa if this happens all the time. And Melissa says, yes, it does. And that she should, you, she should never trust Christy and Kelly. We will stab her in the back. That is so, so reversed. Yes. (laughs) She looking in the mirror there. I'm thinking, cause I, I I don't think we ever, Uh, uh, you and I are the most open Yes. People like, I, I mean, we just say it how it is. Obviously you yes. can see that on the show. And if we're going to say it on national TV, we yes. sure as hell is going to say it to somebody's face, like sitting there. Yes. Um, but I thought that was yeah. really funny. So we'll stab you in the back. I'm like, Oh, wait a second. I have your knife from last season. Do you want it back? It, exactly. And yeah. we, we see it coming up a lot too. So. Uh huh. Oh, for sure. My favorite part though, is that Jill says um, that she really trusts Melissa but wait, then she asked Melissa, you'll stick up for me if I need it. And I'm like, hold on a second. She yeah. doesn't stick up for herself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Jill says we're crazy. Oh yeah. And crazy. that, um, we better not be like that to her. Oh. And if we do that to her, she will, we will see a different side of her okay. and that, um, she feels like she can only connect with Melissa and Alrighty. yeah, that's when she says, will you help me out if they ever come <laughs> after you like that? Yeah. Uh, if I wanted somebody to get my that. back, yeah, I don't know if I'd pick Melissa. She definitely <laughs> doesn't stick up for anybody. No. Um, all right. Well, this has been a really long episode and we definitely have wow, to get to yeah. the after show. But how many felonies or misdemeanors did you have? Uh, well, I think a felony was me calling her a whore. But <laughs> I would say but that's I, a felony. I would. But 
She definitely had way more felonies to, to, to get me to do that felony. Yes. So. I think that the jury would rule in your favor. They would let you off. I, I agree. They would not convict you. So I think you're I would safe. Agree. I would you were charged with a felony. I don't think it's going to be on your record. We've okay. expunged the felony. All right. I don't think I had, did I have any? I don't think I had any. I was very low key this episode. Yeah, I was till the end. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is why I literally, when you started talking at the end, I'm like, stop talking. Like every time, every time I see us like behave and then we get to those last three minutes, I'm yeah. like, stop. But there, were, but there was no, con- there was no conflict in well, this episode. Well, there was Jill coming in, which isn't conflict. Yeah, but, but that wasn't like, really a fight. They, they Leslie, had to have a fight. Leslie was fighty. Yeah. But yeah, but nobody really cared. Leslie doesn't really count, really, mm-hmm. you know? Bottom I took one pyra- for the team. You did. Thank you for that. Uh, bottom of the pyramid for outfits. Oh, I got one. Oh, I, I'm thinking that one blue one-shouldered shirt you had on. No, I beg to differ. I think my skeleton sequin top is worse. Okay, I, they tied. And, <laughs> and I'm also putting Melissa's Pepto-Bismol. Oh my God, yeah, that was a bad one. Poof. That was bad. Yeah, I didn't like that either. What about top of the pyramid? I don't know. I liked your green dress at the competition. Did you? Yeah, I liked it. It was fine. I mean, it was a comfy dress, actually. Yeah, all things being considered, I think that might have been the best. Okay, now we can go with that. All right. What about favorite lines from the episode? We had a lot. There's a lot of really iconic dance mom lines in this one. Yes, I have save those tears for your pillow. Okay. Don't go there, you whore. <laughs> and oh, there was that one that you whore. said that I said earlier, the best line ever. What was I it? I love when Jill talks in her nine. In the 900 voice, yeah. Voice. Those were my three. I had three this time. All right. Those, those are all good ones. Those are all good ones. I am going to say that my favorite lines are, I mean, I do I hate to give her these. I hate to like pick Abby lines as my favorite but only because it became a TikTok sound. I like, I don't care if it takes two hours or four hours. We're staying until the routine is clean. That one's pretty funny. This is not my favorite line, but one of the lines I get asked about a lot is the Weight Watchers line. I get that one quite (laughs) quite a bit. So I feel like that's a pretty popular line, but my favorite is, oh, you are a whore. (laughs) Oh, that was terrible. I don't oh, know. I needed uh, I needed you... a few drinks to get through this one with that. Did you? I was gonna say how many drinks well, did you not need? not in the beginning? The whole beginning of the show, was I was fine. I yeah. could have cared less, but it was just that very ending. Oh, you are a whore. Yeah, I mean, I thought this was it, it, you could totally tell that the vibe had changed. I didn't think it was a terrible episode. And, um, I mean, I feel like we have some fun stories for the after party, so I I guess we'll wrap it up and then we'll catch you over there. Okay. All right. We'll see you back here next week. Season two, episode two. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to back to the bar. Don't forget to rate review and subscribe on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, 
like naked pizza hell <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to our patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar see you next time see you next time baby i just wanna dance 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 imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.